boy, this is good. I have been looking forward to this show all week. Ah, all right. Just going to get into this. So welcome to the CXM experience. And I am Grad Khan, the CXO or Chief Experience Officer at Sprinkler. And, and I've got a great experience for you today. Uh, as you know, every week we talk with Neha, the breath yogi, and today is no exception. So Neha, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? How's your week? It's crazy. <laughs> Good crazy. I, don't, you know, I, I don't say that very often, but it's it's been a wild ride. So so you know, I mm. I, I want to just can we just get started? I need a centering. I need some kind of centering breath. Get me get me breathing properly because I'm having trouble catching my breath. I was actually doing a I was doing a keynote uh, about an hour ago, and I but halfway through the keynote, I realized I hadn't hadn't taken a breath yet, and I had to actually stop wow. right in the middle of the sentence and go. <laughs> <laughs> or, or pass out those are That's my two funny. alternatives pass out or breathe oh no we don't want you passing out please <laughs> that's I not gotta, the experience you gotta get me you gotta get me back on track here so give me something let's, okay, let's, now, let's, let's do something let's, let's start with an exercise and let's start with that let's get everyone in the audience uh, ready to go and then um then we'll have a i need i need i need to talk to you about support systems today so let's let's do that after the breath okay. breathing okay Okay, let's get right into it. And we're go- I, I want to start with the 16-second mm. breath, something that we talked about the last week. And so let's just get started. Just sit up nice and tall. Bring your shoulders in line with your hips. Place your palms on your thighs, open to the ceiling. And if you feel comfortable, you can close your eyes. Take a deep breath into the belly. Breathe into the chest till your collarbones lift up. Just a little bit more. Hold the breath. And just sigh it out. We'll do that just one more time. Full breath into the belly, into the chest, till your collarbones lift up a little bit more. Hold the breath. And this time, breathe out slowly through the nose. And notice as you're breathing out, the body's getting relaxed. So relax the body totally, drop all your effort and on my count through the nose for the 16 second breath, breathe in, two, three, four, hold the breath in, two, three, four, breathe out, two, three, four, five, six, hold the breath out. Two, breathe in, let the air expand your belly, breathe into your chest, hold the breath. Even as you're holding, do not tense the body. And as you breathe out, gently pull the navel in, breathe out for a little longer. Hold the breath out, two, breathe in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, Four, breathe out, two, three, four, five, six, hold, two, last two breaths, breathe in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, breathe out, two, three, four, 
फाइव सिक्स होल्ड टू लास्ट वन ब्रीथ इन कीप योर फुल अटेंशन ऑन द ब्रेथ होल्ड द ब्रेथ इन टू थ्री फोर ब्रीथ आउट टू थ्री फोर फाइव सिक्स होल्ड द ब्रेथ आउट टू एंड रिलैक्स लेट द ब्रेथ रिटर्न टू नॉर्मल एंड जस्ट फॉर अ मोमेंट ब्रिंग योर टेंशन इन वर्ड्स एंड जस्ट चेक इन विद योरसेल्फ now when you're ready you can slowly open the eyes as <sighs> always feels like longer than 16 seconds <laughs> that's that's so interesting but it's great that's, oh, so that's true. a great centering breath i feel better already yeah i mean you know our perception of time is different than time mm, that's true well my one of my favorite things which not everyone always understands this when i say it to them but time appears to go faster as you grow older uh and mm. people go oh it's cuz you're busier so not really cuz you know often you're not that busy at all but the reason why is this this thing called the time dilation effect and the time dilation mm. effect is that our perception of time is relative and so when we think about a day our perception of a day and how long a day should be is relative to other days that we have had and so uh when you get older each new day is a smaller percentage of your total days than the day before mm. like when you're a 2 year 2 day old baby your second day is 50% of your lifetime it's a lot yeah. but when you're mm. 50 then the next day is a very tiny percentage of your lifetime so they go by they perceive to be go by faster because of this effect of the days are actually a smaller percentage and that's what we're perceiving. There's this other really interesting thing which is if you ever notice when you're trying to find an address or you're in a new neighborhood or you're trying to find a, a business or whatever when you're looking and you're driving on new streets or on a new area uh, it seems to take a long time to find it. And then once you find it and you drive back going back home you think that didn't seem that far actually but it seemed really far when I was looking. It's because when you're bringing in new input the brain's working really hard to sort of manage all these new stimuli but once it has them all when you're going back it's like yeah i know this i don't i don't need to worry about it anymore which is why they say it's always a good idea to always go on vacation to places you haven't been to before because if you go if you go if you've been on a vacation to a place you've been to before the second time you go to vacation there it just goes by really quickly because you're not absorbing new inputs the same way you were the first time so that's interesting and actually that's the whole preface of automating self automation mm. so you learn the new behavior and then you automate it then it doesn't take you so much time and energy to do the same thing every day that's why especially a, spe- a huge part of self self management is self automation and that's why that whole focus on habits and rituals but um i did want to touch upon that time thing um it's very interesting and usually i see this with a lot of executives they're like oh i have i have just like a quick 20 can i can we like do a quick 20 minute meditation so the quick perception it's like 20 is 20 minutes or if i have 5 minutes for meditation i have 5 minutes to breathe it's 5 full minutes but if in your mind you're in a rush like 5 minutes like it just seems rushed and you're not able to sort of 
imbibe mm. the full depth of the present right, moment. Right. Well, there's a, there's a principle that a lot of people talk about in mindfulness around the way we eat. So most yeah. people just like shovel food into their face while they're watching TV or something. And, and there's a, yeah. a, someone who I, I respect a lot. He's a coach for the Seahawks. He taught us uh, in one of our offsites to eat each bite of food. Like, like you're savoring each bite and you're celebrating each bite of food and for the nourishment it's giving you. I always thought that was great. And every once in a while I'll, I'll do that and I really, like really like really savor and enjoy it. And it's, it's quite a different experience mm. when you're eating than if you just, you know, shovel it back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about support networks. You know, the, um, you know, I think this is something that's a relatively new topic because for a long time, people had a support network that was their family. But as those have broken down or they have sort of changed, uh, people have to work harder to create support networks for themselves. So um this was kind of a support network week for me so i'm kind of top of mind but i'd love to hear your mm -hmm. perspective on that and, and how do you coach your clients on support networks thank you for that question because it's been brewing on my mind as well as i've been you know with everything happening in india student mm, situation still yeah. escalating and just around the globe you know through the pandemic uh isolation quarantine i don't think people have needed to develop or be mindful about developing this network before. It used to just happen. Even if you were single, you would go out for drinks with your friends, you know, or you just stand at the bar and talk to the bartender. Like there's nothing of that sort happening now. And so it's not like you need a clinical intervention to be mentally healthy. We're missing the social network, so to speak, the social support network. And I think that, it's a new way of being. We have to be mindful about crafting it. Mm. And it's not because you're mentally weak or you can't be on your own. You're not self-sufficient. It just is, um, it's going to make such a huge difference in your life. If you can just have some time through the week where you can put your brain on speakerphone without the fear of being judged, right. you know, have like someone just reflect those thoughts back to you. I think I've seen a lot of success with the people that I work with recently, just doing something as simple as either meeting with a coach on a weekly basis or, you know, therapy if they need it, or like just simply as, you know, taking five minutes a day to journal and reaching out to one friend, you know, one friend a week. It doesn't have to be 10 people. So I think it's really, really important in the current context to have at least two to three people in your network. It could be a therapist, it could be your coach, it could be a friend, it could be a relative, but identify two to three people who can be available for you without anything, like they don't have an agenda, like they're not trying to convince you whether this is a good thing or a bad thing, who can just be there and provide that neutral space for you to just voice what's going on in your head. I think that in itself can really help get clarity of mind and feel supported. You know, a lot of the times people just need to feel heard. Well, that, that lack of judgment issue is a big one. Uh, and, and people mm -hmm. often feel judged, even sometimes when they're not being judged, but oh, often people get judged. <laughs> it's sort of a bit yeah. of a human thing yeah. we like to do to each other. So how do you find that friend who won't judge you or, or how do you, how do you coach up a friend to not judge you? 
Yeah, that's a very interesting question because in my training as a coach, you know, we're humans and then we're coaches. This thing would, like there's so many judgments and unconscious biases that sort of show up. So it's a continuous training, first of all. And the second thing is, as far as it's concerned about, you know, as far as friendships are concerned, you be that for that friend first. And then you'll be amazed by how that sort of gets reflected back to you. So you, like if you have a friendship where you're feeling that you're constantly being judged, I invite you to look into how are you showing up for that friend. Hmm, interesting. Look inside because a lot first. Of the communi- Fascinating. Okay. Yeah. Like a lot of communication is non, non-verbal. One, two, you know, your actions speak louder than words. If you hold that space for them and then that will impact the way they feel in your presence. And slowly but surely, it'll start to then create a safe space for you to even tell them that, hey, you know, I feel judged when you say something like this in response to my expression of this particular thought. And once they feel that they are safe, uh, I think it's an easy thing to do. So that's how I've seen that it's happened in all of my close friends. You know, we can not talk to each other for years, but when we pick up the phone, there's just like no judgment, you know, um, because I try to like do that for them first. I mean, you're lucky to have friends like that. Okay. Well, uh, we don't have a lot of time. So can we do a quick meditation? Actually, all kidding aside, uh, let's, uh, mm. I'd love to kind of, uh, we've been doing a lot of breathing and uh, I got a lot of great feedback, uh, particularly on the, the, the one nostril uh, technique uh, from, Mm -hmm. from our last show, but let's, uh, let's do something a bit different this time. Uh, you're, you're great at leading meditations. Uh, can you, Mm -hmm. can you lead us in a five minute meditation? It's like perfect amount of time. Actually, I wouldn't think of it as, uh, I wouldn't think of it as I don't have a lot of time to do meditation. I'm a big fan of meditation, by the way. Um, I wouldn't say that I have a lot of time, but sometimes like you have five minutes, you have a, a block and you're between two meetings and maybe there's a lot going on and you need to recenter yourself. Uh, getting a five-minute mental break can be a really powerful way to show up really well for the next meeting. So I'd love to see what you would take us through in that front. Yeah, I just want to take 30 seconds to first just say that there's nothing like a quick five minutes. There's five minutes. Yeah, and I, there's I hear you on minutes, that one. Right? I hear you, yeah. And, and the second thing I want to say is that, you know, and sometime we'll talk about the different states of meditation and there's different states of consciousness. If you can, if you're in the meditative state of consciousness, even a fraction of a second, even a second is very, very rejuvenating. So don't worry, even if you have three minutes, two minutes, but if you can totally drop everything, it's going to be very, very rejuvenating. So the way I approach meditation and the way I've been trained to facilitate meditation is it's not about concentration. It's not about doing something. Meditation is actually deconcentration and doing mm, nothing. Nice. I love that. Okay, I totally agree with nothing. you there. 
Yeah. Holy gravy. <laughs> yeah. That is, I have a lot of people, I, I, I talked to them about how much I meditate and I, and they're like, oh, I can't stand it. I'm so my, my, my mind's racing. And I'm like, well, not mine. I'm like, I, I shut it down. That's the whole point. The other way, and I loved your comment a minute ago about even a second. Um, you know what I think it is? Like if you can find it and I, I'm getting pretty good at finding it now, it's like restarting your computer. Uh, mm-hmm. if you can just, and there's actually a, there's, I read an article on this in terms of like the way, like if you can just fall asleep sometimes just for a second, it resets your sympathetic nervous system, like a hard restart. And so that's why just a second, if you can get to that state for just a second, you restart your whole system. You can shut down whatever out of control processes are going on in your brain and just get right back, get your, get your core back to sort of simple processing again. It's like we're just computers. Yeah. We're just kind of fancy computers with you know clothes on, right? So I love the analogy. And just one thing, you know, and for all of those people who feel like they can't get their mind to shut down, the quietness in the mind is an outcome of a good meditative practice. It's not something that may happen during the meditation itself. So meditation, think of meditation as you're doing nothing. You're not resisting the thoughts. You're allowing for everything to come up and leave your system. So sometimes you may have a lot of thoughts. And if you are an intelligent person, your mind will have thoughts. And so if you close your eyes and thoughts are coming up, it doesn't mean that the meditation is not working. Having a quiet mind is an outcome of a good meditative technique. So don't be bothered. Just be committed to sitting with your eyes closed for three minutes only. And then you can build on it a minute and a minute. And that's where the advanced techniques can really help with that. So let's get started. Let's sit up nice and tall with the spine straight, back rested. And just sit easily and comfortably. Whatever is comfortable for you. Palms are resting on your thighs. Eyes are closed. And... Take a deep breath into the belly, into the chest till your collarbones lift up. Hold the breath. And as slowly as possible, breathe out through the nose. And just notice as you're breathing out, the body is getting relaxed. We'll do that just one more time. Take a full deep breath in. Hold the breath. Very, very slow exhalation through the nose, relax the whole body. And now keep breathing normally. And for the next two or so minutes, we will just sit with this intention that I am doing nothing. I have a long list of things to do. I have many, many desires to fulfill and many identities I have. You know, I'm a colleague, I'm a manager, I'm a parent, I'm a friend. But for the next two minutes or so, I keep all of that aside. I'll pick it all up when I open my eyes. Take another deep breath in. And slow breath out, relax. Keep breathing normally. Take a normal breath in and as you breathe out, relax your shoulders and neck. Relax the forehead. Relax the eyebrows. 
Relax your eyes. Relax the lips. Keep a gentle stretch on your lip. It relaxes the facial muscles. Relax your jaws. Release the tongue from the palate. Normal breath in. Then as you breathe out, relax your whole body. Become aware of your environment. Notice the sounds if any. Become aware of the temperature of the air that's surrounding your body. Notice the light permeating through your eyelids. And right this moment, you are in complete harmony with whatever is happening in your environment. Breathe in. And exhale, relax. Become aware of your thoughts and notice there may be some positive thoughts or some not so positive thoughts. Do not resist any thought. Just let them come. Right this moment, you are in complete harmony with your thoughts. Breathe in. Exhale, relax. Become aware of your feelings. Maybe there's a little bit of a rush. Maybe you're feeling a little tired or overwhelmed. Or maybe you're feeling happy and calm. Whatever it is, without any judgment and without any resistance, just let the feelings be. You're not trying to resist any feeling and you're not in a rush to feel any which way. Right this moment, you are in complete harmony with your feelings. Breathe in. And as you exhale, relax. And just for 10 seconds, drop all your effort. Let the mind go where it wants to go. If there's any discomfort in the body, let it be. If feelings are coming up, let them come. And just for a few seconds, I do nothing.
and breathe in and breathe out slowly become aware of your body and surroundings take another breath in and just feeling very grateful for this breath that keeps us alive bring your palms together rub them generate some heat and place them on your eyes let the eyes absorb the heat and when you're ready you can slowly open the eyes oh man i needed that that was great wow this show came along in the nick of time today <laughs> all right thank you neha that was great i'm glad um thank you for having me I, you know these are growing on me i love being here <laughs> well <laughs> i love having you all right well i'm gonna say goodbye for today and for everybody out there thank you for listening this has been the cxm experience i'm here with neha the breath yogi and we will see you next time